Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Ken for Friday, August 21st, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill. He's ready to welcome you to the practice as a patient. He's going to hire you as a patient. You hire him as a dentist. You are going to make beautiful music together, beautiful mental uh, dental music, 317-849-2933. We got to smile about something because there was nothing to smile about yesterday as the Pacers took on the Miami Heat in an afternoon game. The Heat, they win 109-100, uh, 18 made threes by the Miami Heat, a Miami Heat postseason record Duncan Robinson was unbelievable because when you leave a great shooter open he's gonna knock down shots Robinson seven of eight from beyond the stripe beyond the uh, arc Victor Oladipo not bad yesterday 22 points six turnovers that wasn't good Miles Turner a little bit better yesterday a little bit more aggressive 17 and 9 so tomorrow Pacers you know, fighting for their lives. You go down 3-0 and it's curtains, right? Yesterday, the Pacers looked like they just aren't talented enough to compete with the Miami Heat. And that is the bottom of the line, right? This has nothing to do with Nate McMillan. No coach in the history of basketball is good enough to lift the Indiana Pacers to a place with their current roster. No Sabonis, no Lamb. You know, Oladipo coming back from an injury, Malcolm Brogdon dinged up. No coach is going to be able to lift that Indiana Pacers squad to a point where they're going to be able to win four of seven from the Miami Heat. That just isn't going to happen. The Heat yesterday, you saw it. The Pacers, they fight to hang around, but that depth, not what the Pacers need in order to compete, and that's because Sabonis and Lamb are not there. All right. Edmund Sumner played four minutes yesterday, but they were four bad minutes yesterday. And that's what happens with the Pacers when they have to go to the bench against a superior team. They are going to get exposed. They were exposed, and so now they're down 2-0. Now, in uh, an interesting kind of sidebar, the NBA draft lottery was held last night, and the Golden State Warriors, they got the number two overall pick. Do they want to move the number two overall pick? If Victor Oladipo doesn't want to stay in Indianapolis, if he wants to move on, could the Pacers put together a package that the uh, that the Warriors would sat- be satisfied by and, and you pick up the number two pick uh, for a group uh, of guys and you'd have to get something back because you have to make the salaries match up. There's, there's math involved. Let's not get into the math. But could the Pacers be in play for that number two overall pick? Maybe. They got some pieces, again, if Vic doesn't want to stay in Indianapolis, they got some pieces that maybe would be attractive to the Golden State Warriors who are now in, who are not currently in business to try to, uh, uh, try to build for the future. With Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, all under contract, what they want 
is to win now. And you don't win now because you've got the number two overall pick where you're going to draft a 19-year-old who's going to be worth a damn in three years, right? The, it, you look at the construct of the Pacers and the Heat. The Heat have some old dudes, right? Dragic is 34. Jimmy Butler's 30. The only guy who's 30 or over, the only guy who's over 28 for the Pacers on the entire roster is Justin Holiday. Miles Turner, who is the longest tenured Pacer, is 24 years old. You got to get old, you got to stay old a little bit, right? They say that in college basketball, but it's true in the NBA too. You know, you, you aren't, TJ Warren's 26. We treat TJ Warren like he's 31 years old. Vic, like I said, 28. All right, Malcolm Brogdon, 26. This is not an old team. It's a young team. Most of the guys are under contract long term. Do you ride with what you got and try to build with what you got, or do you get a little bit impatient? I think Kevin Pritchard winds up being patient with the Indiana Pacers. Colts back to work today out on West 56th Street. The things that we're watching, we're watching the decision-making process with Phillip Rivers. The interceptions, one per uh, workout so far, are those interceptions due to Rivers making bad decisions or because of lack of communication between he and his receivers? We'll see over the course of the next couple of weeks as the Colts uh, move toward that opener on September 13th against the Jacksonville Jaguars down in Jacksonville. We got to see a reduction of those kinds of decisions, or you're going to see a continuation of them in the regular season, and the Colts are not going to be able to win if Phillip Rivers is turning over the football. They're not that kind of team. So we'll look at that. We'll look if Taekwon Lewis can keep knocking around Quentin Nelson, and we'll watch a kicking competition as well as uh, McLaughlin and Blankenship square off to one spot, two guys. We'll see who gets it. Uh, the Big Ten football parents are going to march on the Big Ten headquarters today in Chicago out by O'Hare Airport, and we'll we'll see what that can bring. Uh, that doesn't seem like a very fruitful thing to do. Kevin Warren is not going to cave to the whims of football parents as as he makes the decision and has already made the decision to not play football this fall, but kick that toward maybe a January start. How, how is all this going to work? I mean, honest to God, if the Big 12, ACC, and SEC all play this fall, what will the Big 10 play for in, in January, February, and March? And then, how are they going to be able to recover for a fall season? I don't even, I don't know what the physicality of that is. How are they going to recover in order to compete with the SEC, Big 12, and ACC for a national championship in the fall of 2021. I don't understand the whole process. Uh, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Uh, but I, I do know this, that the parents marching on Chicago, <laughs> they, they ain't gonna bear a lot of fruit. That's, you wanna get in a car and drive to Chicago and raise all kinds of hell outside the Big Ten headquarters? Have at it, enjoy yourself, knock yourselves out. But it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna bring football back this fall. Uh, Fox has dropped, this is national now, Fox has dropped Tom Brenneman from its roster of play-by-play voices for the NFL this fall. So what that tells you, because they had a couple of weeks to make this determination, it tells you that they weren't really high on Tom Brenneman in the first place. And, and I applaud this. Move on 
from some of these guys. Tom Brenneman's okay, but you don't watch a football game because Tom Brenneman is the play-by-play voice. You're watching because of the game. So how about this? Look at what Fox has in its roster, okay? You've got Dick Stockton, who's been doing football on Fox since 1994 when Fox first got the contract to broadcast NFL games. Kenny Albert, same deal. Been there since 1994. Sam Rosen, since 1996. For God's sake, schools like Indiana, Syracuse, a bunch of schools are graduating really, really good and talented play-by-play guys every single year. And there's no room at the end because Dick Stockton, at the age of 106, is still eating up jobs. Move on from these guys who are not bad play-by-play guys, but let's get some new blood in there. Number one, they're just as talented, just as good. Number two, if not more so. Number two, they're cheaper. Number three, let's do something to incent this new generation of, of sports broadcasting talent to stay in the business, for God's sake. They're all taking jobs with single-A baseball, and you've got to learn your craft, right? You're not going to do that in college, necessarily. you got to learn your craft, but give these kids an opportunity. Some of these guys in their 30s are really good, but still, like, knocking around, making $18,000 a year and, and working at Walmart on the side in order to make ends meet, move on from Dick Stockton. He has been mediocre forever. He ain't never going to be better. Nothing against Dick Stockton. I hear he's a nice guy. But as a broadcaster, man, he, he does not light up my synapses. You put me in an MRI, and you look how my brain is engaged by announcers' voices, and, and there's no pinball machine lights going off when Dick Stockton calls a playoff tackle by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Cubs and the White Sox, uh, Crosstown Classic type of weekend starting tonight. And uh, so we'll see. John Lester is going to go up against Dallas Keuchel. That's kind of a sexy matchup Saturday. Uh, you got Dylan Cease against Kyle Hendricks, which is an opportunity for Cubs fans to yell about the trade that sent Dylan Cease and Eloy Jimenez to the south side while the Cubs <laughs> while the Cubs got Quintana, who still hadn't thrown because he cut himself uh, doing the dishes. What? That's the craziest story I ever heard. That's the craziest story since Carlos Boozer uh, for Chicago injuries. Uh, the Cubs are four up in the National League Central. The White Sox are two back. This could be the second time since 1906 that both the Cubs and White Sox were in the postseason the same year. They last did it in 2008, which wasn't fruitful for either the Cubs or the Sox. The Fever, they beat Seattle last night, 90-84. Good game for Kennedy Burke. Uh, Kennedy with a career-high 23 points. They take on the Chicago Sky next uh, tomorrow at 5 o'clock. It's Carb Day. What do we do? This is not your ordinary Carb Day. Love Carb Day. Going out, watching, you know, bands of the 70s, Styx, or the Steve Miller Band, or, you know, somebody like that. Uh, they did have, like, the Black Crows played uh, once. You had Kid Rock. Those were cool. Guys passed out on their coolers, vomiting all over the infield at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on Carb Day. It's a big party day. It's a, uh, it turns the speedway into a vomitorium. That's not going to happen this year, but they've got the final practice before Sunday's Indy 500. That practice will commence 
at 11 o'clock. Run until 1.30. It'll be on the NBC Sports Network because you, as a fan, you can't go. That's just the way it is. You got a uh, socially, evidently socially distancing out at 16th and Georgetown. That massive property is just impossible. So there you are. Uh, let's celebrate some birthdays. This one I know by heart. My nephew, my godson, the great Tate Reardon, celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday to Tate, who is a student. It's his 21st birthday. Don't be the idiot. You can be an idiot, but don't be the idiot. If you look around at a party and you don't see somebody else acting a bigger fool than you, you got to go to bed. That's it. That's the rule. Uh, Sean Flaherty, happy birthday. Kelly Patrick, Jeremiah Rose, uh, Terry Wise, Steve Patterson, Cody Yost, happy birthday. Uh, Mark Heatherman, Jeff Turak, happy birthday. The great Judy Burnett, celebrating a birthday. Matt Wells, Frank DiPiazza, Zambia Caradice, happy birthday. Brian Scott, Ashley Charge, happy birthday. Joe Cruz, Barbara Snyder, and the great Mark Mason. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday... Celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Look, I could roast Dick Stockton all day, but it's like it, it's like uh, teeing off, throwing right hooks at a side of beef. You know, if I fought a side of beef, even at my advanced age, I could beat the hell out of a side of beef. You know, and I don't think people would watch to see it. I I wrote about Dick Stockton once. And uh, at KenSterling.com. And his ex-wife, Leslie Visser, like teed me up in a comment. Lay off Dick Stockton. I said, you divorced him, for God's sake. Look, I'm just yelling about what a mediocre broadcaster he is. How, how he, he is Mr. Milk Toast, right? Again, nothing against Dick Stockton personally. Might be a very nice guy. I've been told he's a very nice guy, even by his ex-wife, Leslie Visser, who then... Ask me out to dinner. What are you going to do? We'll talk to you a little bit later this afternoon from Colts Camp. We'll, talk, we'll hear from uh, some Colts. We'll hear from Nate McMillan. We got it all going on. Let's go.